Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. Well, I'm so grateful to be speaking with someone who's actually in the business of giving, of charity, of doing work that really makes a difference in our community. Joining us is Rachel Terhorst, Advancement Officer of Make-A-Wish of Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. And I am thrilled to have you because I've always wanted to hear kind of the background of this organization who I know is has been making dreams come true for so many years, but I would love to hear the details about it. And especially knowing that right here in our area in Indiana, children's wishes are being granted. Thank you so much for joining us today. Laura, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this. I've been looking forward to this and officially being able to talk more about our wish kiddos here locally. And this is just the perfect opportunity to be able to share what we're doing. So thank you so much for having me on. Personally, for you, how long have you been with Make-A-Wish? So a little bit over a year. I was actually in the for-profit world for about 13 years at another company before this. Um, so I have been with Make-A-Wish for a little over a year, and this is just absolutely a dream come true. This is I love everything about this. Your wish was granted, it sounds like. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It has. And that's actually, I know that sounds like a pun, but um, it was a dream of mine for quite some time to be able to give back to the community. That is something I'm personally very passionate about. Um, and I do have a little bit of a personal connection with Make-A-Wish, kind of a long story there. But this was just, this connected all the dots for me. It gave me the opportunity to give back to kiddos, to give back to the community, um, and meeting the wish families that I get to meet just, yes, yes, it is my wish come true. It must be absolutely inspiring beyond words. I can only imagine now make a wish grants the wishes of seriously ill children. Is that how you would describe it? Or is there a better way of putting it? So typically what the term that we use is critically ill children. And the we reason we like to use that term um, is because it is something that I thought before I came to Make-A-Wish, um, it's a little bit of a confusing there, that our children are not necessarily terminal. And I think that's very important to note. Um, yes, unfortunately, we do have children that do end up passing, but 80% of the children that we work with during the time of the wish are not in a terminal state. Um, this is not the last wish. So I always like to stress that because I think a lot of people, when they hear Make-A-Wish, um, they think, oh, immediate terminal children. And that is not necessarily true, but it is children. And I will just say this really quick between the ages of two and a half and 18 years old who are currently battling a critical illness. And that critical illness is deemed by their physician, their doctor. So that is not something that Make-A-Wish has made the decision on. Um, we just ask that they're between the ages of two and a half and 18. And then if the doctor says that child is currently battling critical illness, those are the two things that um, happens to become a wish kiddo. Right. I have so many questions um, when you're talking about this. I'm thinking about the, the children who are in these situations. So is it, are, are the parents the ones responsible for maybe submitting their, their child to be um, perhaps granted a wish? How does it work? So it is actually far more simple than you would think. It is online. You just go to makeawish.org and you can actually refer a child. It does not have to be a family member. We have doctors, we have nurses, we have family members. We do have parents, obviously, that refer their child. 
Um, the only thing is, is you do have to have access to a lot of what I would consider personal information about the child and their needs and their, their uh, medical history. So I would say that most of the time or quite often it is either a immediate family member or it is someone in the medical field who is working with the family. I see. And what determines uh, how how big of a wish can be granted? I mean, I would imagine there are some things that are quite simple. Maybe the child wants to go to Disney World or something, you know, that is, you know, right here in the United States. But then maybe there is something else that's a little bit more, you know, has to do with faraway travel or something big, unless you don't do that at all. How do you determine or how is it determined what the children, how big are they allowed to go with their wishes in other words? So I'm laughing a little bit because that is one of the things that I actually legitimately love the most about Make-A-Wish and the wishes that we grant. There is no copy and paste wish. Each wish is designed creatively directly around that individual child. So we have volunteers, and I will just say really quick, we have some of the most amazing volunteers ever, and they meet with the Wish family and the Wish child, and they are very strategic about understanding what that child wants. And yes, many of our wishes are Disney. We do have a great relationship with Disney Make-A-Wish. There's just an amazing relationship there. They've been very good to us. Um, But not all children want to go to Disney. So I have seen some that want to, you know, have something, whether it's a she shed or a basement redo, or maybe they want to go to Hawaii or they want a puppy or something like that. So we really, really work to understand what would make this child's wish perfect for them. It may not be the same that made this other child's wish, you know, so there is no just one wish fits all. It's very much so determined on that specific child. I would imagine. And and that also goes for the amount of money that goes for each wish. It just is, is based on what the child is hoping for and trying to fulfill that need. And when you say two and a half to 18, yeah, I bet there's a huge range in there. Everything from, you know, getting a puppy to meeting Taylor Swift or, and everything in between. Yes. So yeah, that was, the, yes. I'm sorry. Our average wish, you know, on average does cost $10,000. So there are some that are above that and there are some that are below that. But to your point there, the average wish costs ten grand. Okay. And that's very interesting to know, too, because that's what it takes to probably to go into all of this. Now, you are specifically um, in this area. So we have Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio. But in Indiana, per se, is there a, is it a large chapter and how many wishes are being granted, like, would you say, on an annual basis in this area or more or less? I mean, is it two or three or is it 200? Um, what can we expect? So awesome. Awesome question. So I oversee the northern Indiana regions, which if you can picture on a map, that's basically your South Bend, Elkhart, Lake and Porter County, and then all the way down to Tippecanoe. So it's 17 counties there. Um as a chapter, we grant over a thousand a year. So currently in that region that I outlined for you in Northern Indiana, I have a hundred wish kiddos waiting for their wishes to be granted. Yes, we have some that are in Elkhart waiting for their wish to be granted right now. Um, we granted many last year. A um, hundred, unfortunately, is kind of the the typical number that I'm seeing for my region because obviously as wishes are being granted, more wishes are constantly coming in. So if you think about it, um, you know, every 20 seconds, a child is diagnosed with a critical illness. So there's never, 
unfortunately, there's never a, 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 a lull or a loss of, um, you know, sick kiddos. There's that number is always fluctuating and moving. Um, but to answer your question, there's over 100 right now. Um, last year, we granted, I believe it was about 85 just in those regions. So, um, yes, the need that's is definitely there. Our kiddos are waiting. Uh, and that's kind of where we're at for a chapter. That's beautiful. And I'm thinking now, so somebody is submitted, um, their name is submitted to be part of this. In general, is there a time frame in which a wish is granted within a certain amount of time that's protocol for the whole organization? Or does it really vary depending on each child and their situation health-wise? So I, I wish it was an easy answer, but really it varies on each child and situation. We we Our, our goal is to grant them within a year. Um, but oftentimes it depends on the child's medical needs, um, if they're having testing that we need to schedule around. Quite often, it depends on what the wish is. Um, I had a wish local in my region. They waited om almost an entire year because their wish was to go to Disney to see Mickey at Christmas time. So they qualified in the spring and then they waited an entire year. So a lot of it does depend on A, what the wish is. And then also what the schedule of the family is and what their needs are with school and work and medical needs and how that works. So it, it does really flex, but we try to do it from start to end within a you know a year or right at. I haven't read the history of Make-A-Wish, but I'm interested. Was it the brainchild of one particular person? How did it become um, what it is today? Whose idea was it? Yes. Beautiful story, beautiful story. I would definitely encourage you to go to our website and read it. It was about a little boy who was in Arizona um, who had cancer. And ironically, his community came together and he wanted to be a police officer. And so the first wish was actually this child was taken into the station and was made an honorary police officer for a day. And the mom, who is still active and present, um, really watched the community come together and she created Make-A-Wish with the help of others like her and volunteers. And we have just continually relived that granting that experience for all of our kiddos. Um, it was just what this child wanted to do. And unfortunately, um, he did end up passing from cancer. But the mom has talked about how that was such a difference and such an experience for her kid in the midst of all that. And it has helped her uh, with her healing process as the years have continued. I can only imagine thinking of all the children being blessed um, by what that beautiful act of that community around that child, what a legacy for indeed. How many years ago was that? 40. So this year we celebrated our 40th anniversary, which is amazing. And we granted our 20,000th 20, wish. That is amazing. I have goosebumps, literally goosebumps. It is such a beautiful thing. I'm so grateful that Rachel Terhorst is here today, Northwest Indiana Advancement Officer at Make-A-Wish. And we're so uh, Make-A-Wish for the, this area, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, but most specifically in, in Indiana, in our area. When we come back, we are going to hear from her how we can get involved how businesses can get involved, um, just everything there is to know about maybe somebody you know needs a wish granted. Uh, Rachel has the answers for us, and we're so grateful to have her along today. You're listening to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. We'll be right back. 